Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. We're here with Bolo. Uh, Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bali here's a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race UK versus the world. Two. two. <laughs> so let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. GNT. Podcast. Clank. Clank. Everyone, welcome back to the live review podcast of RuPaul's Drag for those who are brand new, welcome to the podcast. It's basically like a Roscoe's where we watch it in segments and yeah, then we yeah. podcast in segments so that yeah. you get to see and hear our experiences, what we think, what we feel about what's going on. That way we also don't get to listen to spoilers. Uh-huh. You'll notice that we're one of the first podcasts out there. Do so make sure that you wait. tune in as soon as you can to hear our thoughts. It's but- our own little Roscoe's, isn't it? Because for some reason we've not been invited there and I don't know why i think nasha lopez has it in for us anyway i'm really excited it's uk versus the world season two it's a hotly anticipated season it is Uh, i'm really excited about this cast it's absolutely stacked it's i mean we're very familiar with i mean you're familiar with every single one because you watch every every franchise there is thomas on maybe should we give a bit of perspective on that maybe for people who haven't been listening since the beginning yeah um Um, where were you (laughs) yeah let's start there we started uh with drag race uk season one and at that point, we were able to cover every single international season. We did Holland, we did Espana, we did UK, Canada, US, all of it. And over the past couple of years, because this is not our full-time job, it's something, it's a passion project of ours, uh, we've not been able to do every single international season. And I remember the first one that we couldn't do was the first season of Italia. Okay. It just it, it reached a tipping point. So since then, we've kind of done every English language one. And part of the reason for that as well is, I guess, because when you're reviewing a international season, especially when you're reading in subtitles, much as we love to watch these amazing, talented queens, we don't get all the nuance. So we're, we're just not the best people to mm-hmm. review. There'll be people all over the world doing a much better job of podcasting there than we will. Having said that, you have seen of this cast, and we're going to get into it in a second. You're familiar with all of them, really, apart from Marina Summers and La Grande Dame, aren't you? Yes. I am more familiar than you because I have watched their seasons in some downtime. Okay. Sometimes I do have downtime. I do treat myself. That's great. Yeah, nice. self care is really important. Have you heard of it? <laughs> Tom, for those who are brand new, um, what do we do? Successfully. <laughs> well, we try to bring our individual perspectives, don't we? So you have a background in dance, theatre and performance. So um, I always feel that you bring a rich and informative viewpoint uh, of, of, of many of the different performance challenges, acting, girl group challenges, musicals, all that. Right. Um, that's what I think. And what I think you bring, oh. Dr. Tom... <laughs> Is I think that you're very good at looking at, you know, certain little behaviors, little situations that come across mm-hmm. um, during the episodes. And sometimes you like to delve into it a bit more, help us understand yeah. how to understand certain perspectives when it comes to um, therapizing the queens not- in the world of Eve 6000. <laughs> in the words of Eve 6000. Um, Tom's here to therapize. I'm not here to therapize. I'm not here to diagnose or therapize anybody. We just think that um, out there in the world, unfortunately, there is quite a lot of negativity directed towards the queens when they do have interpersonal disputes in this 
absolute pressure cooker of a reality show that they're on um so we just try to understand where people are coming from and kind of like relax that sense of judgment and negativity we try our best anyway mm. uh, did uh, any any other special skills that i have or many many but the reason that we do it in segments <laughs> is because we don't like to be spoiled mm-hmm, we don't like mm-hmm. uh to watch the whole episode and then sometimes when you watch something you convince yourself that a you knew this was going to happen all along mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you kind of you know you kind of change what you originally thought yep your first happen. impressions um to suit the outcome so what we like to do is we we watch in a small segment mm-hmm. and then we podcast and we discuss and then before the judging we give our own judgments yes and then we listen to them and then we tell you why they're wrong <laughs> what we tell you why the judges say, are incorrect our judgments may sometimes be different from the final outcome but we're never wrong yeah Oh, oh. <laughs> and that's, I don't even feel arrogant saying that. No, that's, that's basically what we do. But first and foremost, we are super fans of the show. We we, we do we do appreciate the the performance, the art, the drag mm-hmm. that these um, amazing queens deliver. So, without further ado, let's get into UK versus the world. All right, ready? UK versus the world season two. Yes, Tom says after I stopped the recording. <laughs> He was like, ah, two. You didn't say two. <laughs> well, um, okay. You didn't say... Calm down, Beyonce. Calm down, Beyonce. Uh-huh. Tea Coffee. Now, Tea Coffee is UK season two. Tom, I'm going to ask you mm-hmm. a set of questions for each queen, Ooh, okay? Okay. I want you to comment on their fashion, now. what they're wearing, and okay. then I'm going to ask you what we're going to discuss. What are they remembered for? You know, they, uh-huh, what uh-huh. they're good at, what they're bad at, and what do they need to bring this uh-huh. season to be... The winner. Okay. okay. Yeah. So um, what do you reckon about what she's wearing? Talk to me. Fashion. She's wearing a lovely sort of mixed leopard print catsuit ensemble, which given that she struggled on the snatch game, I wonder if it's a little redemption nod to Scary Spice, maybe. Possibly. But also it's got a real kind of like a liar vibe to it. I think she looks really lovely. I think... Obviously, uh, just to link this with some of the feedback she got in original season, Tia Coffee was an absolute joy to watch on UK season two. Amazing talking head, charismatic, funny, but she was consistently read for her runways mm-hmm. and um, her level of polish in general. Uh, that was a really recurrent theme every week. And I think she looks great here. The makeup is right. The hair is big. The padding is lovely. Um, I think she's worked on that padding. I think she looks great. Do you know what I think? I think she's got her same face. I th- I, I think I think. Do you it's, think she's had like what? Where's the hair? She can you see it? Would you mean kind of like the makeup or no? The same face. Like you know, usually they have like lips the done, nose done, nostrils done, eyebrows <laughs> done. They've got everything done. <laughs> like does she, like is this the same face? I think she looks slightly dewier than before but her same lovely mug is there yeah and i think the makeup's a little finessed as well in terms of what tia was is remembered for mm-hmm. she's remembered for being like you said absolutely charismatic yeah she was the lalari she was she was the lalari of the season was. she was uh, she was the coco montrese in terms of being yeah. they were they talking were the, the talking heads they were Just the narrators funny absolutely so she was really good at making Rue laugh. I mean, she's a good singer. I remember she's part of the, um, the girl group. Well, with... no, in, in the Rusical, she was high. In the girl group, she lip synced. Okay. So she can sing. She can sing. But she got... I mean, we actually thought the judging was a bit effed up in um, the girl group challenge. Because we actually loved Banana Drama, didn't we? Oh, is, that the, is she the one with... Um... 
uh, as a me from afar. Soon well, that was Sister Sister, car, another hideously underrated queen. We're all seeing Sister Sister. What's your secret? I tell them I'm gonna keep it. And if Tom, if you don't know the lyrics, silence. Well, I was trying to harmonize. Well, you were harmonizing. You weren't even singing the lyrics. Girl, you did. You were pulling a mirage. You did not know the words. Okay, back to tea coffee and attacking me. Thank you. Um. Yeah, so what do you think she needs to bring this season? I think Runway was one of her... Yes. The weaknesses. You know, it was one of the things that she kept getting critiqued on as the Runway. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that that can be something that is changed. I mean, it's all stars. She's got time to simmer in the moment, simmer in the fame, hopefully make contacts, make new friends, borrow costumes, all of that. heard, this may not be true, but I heard they got a stipend for Runways for this season. Okay. And hopefully that's just going to be a standard thing going forward because these queens should be paid slash reimbursed for the money they spend on their own ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I've got high hopes for Tia because all she needed was a little bit of polish and perhaps a bit more confidence because she's a really skilled and talented queen. Do you remember when we saw her? We did. I was going to say. Do you remember when we saw her? Manchester Pride and I but didn't she see was, her, but you did. Yeah, but, but she was moody. Like, girl, okay. Hi. I know you're listening, girl. <laughs> Like you were in a mood. Well, just to give some context, it's not like we were at a meet and greet or something. We oh, no, walked you, past her on the street. We just walked past you. Yeah, look at me making all these judgments. Exactly. She but could have had like, you hold know, on, hold on. a bad kebab you, or let something. Let me change that. Like, you're a moody, like, you know, one of those runway models who walked down <laughs> looking really angry. Who was that? What's that latest runway where they there's like models literally storming down the runway looking pissed off? Like it's it, it's a, uh, I'll find out I'll find yeah, yeah, out yeah. what it is. But you were giving me that Miss <laughs> and I live. Yeah, and I live. Okay, before we get into the next queen, I need to let you know the models. It was uh, I don't know how to say the name, but the Mintu Vesala who did it for Balenciaga. Oh, uh, okay. The angry okay. and and also another one, Leon Dane, who closed the show for Magiala 2020. Okay. Look them up, but they literally caused waves because it was like you talk about the one who's like stompy, stompy yes, in the yes, military. Exactly, wear. I know like, exactly who you're talking ooh, about. That was it? Balenciaga. Yeah, Balenciaga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, next yeah, up yeah. we got. Uh, Hannah Condor from Hannah Down Conda, Under Season 2. A fave of ours. Absolutely. Uh, we loved uh, Down Under Season 2. It was a real, real redemption uh, as compared to Season 1. And Hannah was an intrinsic part of that. We th- we always said that she is a queen who is polished, talented, and a real full package. And I think she's a really serious contender this season. I think the queens... And if you, look, first of all, if you don't know who Hannah Condor is, I want you to know that she is going to be a contender. Yep. She was a contender through and through. But then she was up against, you know... She was up against Queen, Queen Kong, basically. Queen Kong is the, the Polynesian goddess of whore drag. And period. Spanky... Um, her win felt very prescient because she was like representing this small town down under drag. And there was this, but what I love about them is that they seem to be really good friends yep. to this day. And of course, buddies, partners in crime. Why am I doing that key? One of my favorite girl group challenges ever, the the Babs, as they were, were just fantastic. Hannah was a Snatch Game winner. One of multiple Lizers who've won Snatch Game. Uh, she also didn't she win the advert challenge she had three wins anyway yeah. and she only bottomed once to my recollection oi 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 um that was, we won't go there with any Tom windows. come on sorry that was basic sorry. Th- that was so like 
I know. We're above that. Willem. We're, they're all bottoms. We're, we're better than that. We're better than that. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. you're no Hannah Connor from her laugh, but she is <laughs> yes. polished through that makeup. Do you remember that outfit she wore? The cocoon. Um, the cocoon. Co. So, such Bloody a good hell. inventive take on the insect runway theme, but like exuding like this 1920s, like Dior. Um, well, you know, Dior's version of the 1920s charm, just fantastic. Hanaconda is a great comedian, amazing yeah, runway yeah. package. And I mean, you know, one of the moments that stand out to me, besides, mm-hmm. you know, all of the amazing things. Do you remember that episode? I think I know what you're going to say. The episode on Untucked. Yeah, I know exactly what you're going to Scarla- say. Is it Scarlet? No, Beverly Kills. Uh, Beverly Kills. Yeah, Beverly yeah, yeah. Kills was already down. <laughs> or like she had just been read to filth on stage <laughs> and like she was in tears. And then, and she does, and then, and then Hannah Connor just went, I don't know, that, you know why you're shit? She it basically was like She that. basically she was, was like, okay, you don't know why you're shit. I want to tell you why you're shit. Like, I, don't know, I don't know who you are. Like, you don't show yourself. And like, she saw her crying. She just kept going. I feel she like you misrepresented. I love that about her. I want very, to see more of that. It was a very tough love thing, wasn't it? Everybody was saying to Beverly, we want you to open up. You've seemed to have your walls up. We don't feel like we know you kind of thing. And then Bev- like Hannah just didn't quite sense that she was having a like full on breakdown like she, in front of her. She full on had a, a cr- like, like was she, a, a Beverly breakdown. took it really hard and she got very, very tearful. And um Hannah was just kind of like, Oh and she started to say like, Oh, I'm sorry, and then Beverly was like, Please stop. Please <laughs> Um, so bless her. I, I don't think her intent in that moment but it was so so funny. It's an amazing moment. Um, we just it was, Hannah's reaction was funny. Is what was funny. Hannah's gonna be amazing. Period. Yeah. We can yeah. Say that. I, I, yeah. 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 Arancha. Arancha Castilla La Mancha from Spanish season, season one. one. One of the early outs of the Tom, season. I remember you loving her. I remember you loving her. I remember you uh, or I th- you were saying like she was a Spanish Katia in terms of how she was coming. Maybe that's what I said. <laughs> this was years ago. Everyone, we did cover her season. We did. We did. I just remember thinking like she was just so like rough. She's a rough <laughs> like, diamond rough. because she, rough, she had yeah. all the charm. She was lovely, uh, just like, just a good time. Um, just lacked polish. That's all it was. That's all it was. But um, she went, yeah, she went home like episode four or something. She was in the bottom a couple of times, bless her. Do you remember? I think she lip synced in the um, girl group challenge. Okay. Yeah. Sent home Drag Volcano, remember? It's all coming back to me. It's not coming back to me. I'm sorry, Celine. It's just, I'm not there yet. I, but that's what I remember from her. I mean, I remember her fashion was lacking. There was imagination, but no, like, style and cohesion. And execution. And, and money, you know, let's yeah. face it. Okay. It's expensive. Um, this look that she's come in here, it, like, it does feel like fully realized um, Arancha because... There's just like this blending of different elements. When you look at it, it doesn't really all go together, but somehow it creates a fabulous package. She's wearing like this tiger cat suit. It reminds me of the cat suit from um, Skin I Live In that the Tiger Man wears. Um, and she's got all this big tool coming off her tool. I mean, tool. it's it's already an improvement. So it's already a glow the up. The makeup is gorgeous. The hair is gorgeous. Was the makeup gorgeous? Maybe I wasn't looking properly. She doesn't need a lot of makeup. She's got these like gorgeous. No, I thought big, Hannah was reading eyes. her when Hannah was like, oh, "I love your makeup." I was like, "Hannah, no, don't start cute. now." <laughs> I thought she was reading. <laughs> oh, just to like, mention Hannah's look. I think Hannah's is a direct upgrade from her original entrance look. But Hannah's look was absolutely mm. stunning. Um, 
Arancha, uh, yeah, very, very charming. And also um, she is sharing with us that she is a trans woman, which we didn't know when she was on season one of, of Hispania. And perhaps she didn't know, actually. So she's is wonderful to hear that that's instilled her with more confidence and self-belief. Maybe we'll get a Sonic Kylie Love you know, you kind know. of um, reintroduction in the sense that now that she's uh, fully realised and you know coming yeah, to her own, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. we'll see a different, a different drag queens, and I'm looking Im- forward ima- to that. Imagine that, yeah. If like among this cast, we've actually got a lot of finalists from international seasons. Arancha Castilla Mancha pulls a Cali Sonique Love. L- would love to see it. <laughs> Next up is Mayhem Miller. Or if you ask Juju B, yeah. Meh. <laughs> Miller. But really, she's the queen! Queen, queen of, of the party! party. <laughs> oh. I, mean, I sent you that amazing clip. Yeah, about, with the subtitles. Um, the subtitles up. Queen of the party and it's Miller time. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> I understand. You're six foot two. It was just like, what are these lyrics? But let's talk about Mayhem because um, the other queens are starstruck for good reason. Because Mayhem is one of those queens who goes back further than Drag Race. She was hobnobbing with uh, Morgan and Raven and the LA girls before Drag Race came on. And she was always one of those girls that everybody knew about and was expecting to be cast. And it took all the way until season 10 for her to be cast. Um, She's clearly a legend of the LA nightlife scene. Um, I think her runs on Drag Race have never reflected that. Yeah. Um, she's a veteran she's a veteran she's a true veteran why do you think her runs have not reflected her obvious skills and talents i think there's several reasons that i think of one sometimes you can be a good drag queen a yeah. great drag queen but just not good at drag race we say it all and the I time think we need a, i think we need to understand that there are differences there are there, there are. absolutely are differences between the two the second of second thing is maybe just from my experience, mm-hmm. sometimes when I really, really want something and you try too hard, you you kind of lose yourself. You mm-hmm. lose yourself and you're not you're not authentic in the moment. That's interesting. So That's I think I think because you know, she's she said it time and time again, especially in season ten, where I think that we did get I think our truest version of May Miller we got in season ten. Yeah. That moment where she broke down and she had that lovely it meant moment. Because so it meant because I've been auditioning Every year, you know, she she poured her heart out every year, and then she's she's breaking down, and it's just this vulnerable and true, yeah, honesty that comes up. And sometimes when you want something so bad and it finally happens, you you kind of just can't apply yourself right in that moment because you're you're, you're trying to think of how to be you instead yeah. of just being you. And I think she's I think not if able she to just, relax into it and be it. herself, maybe. You know, her run on season ten weirdly is very, very similar to Morgan's run on season two. They both won the first episode and went home the same episode. They both won a design challenge in the first episode. I think her run on season uh, All Stars 5 was really interesting as well. That season in general is a bit of a funny fish, actually, All Stars 5. Sorry, you're going to say something? No, it's almost like season 10, she cared too much. And then All Stars, she didn't care enough. Well, she did care. She did care. I think she had... A... Tom, she sent herself home. No, but look, hear me out, hear me out. She <laughs> did care. It was a bit like with Akira, I think, on All Star 6, where she was a bit like, you're not featuring me, um, and I've got pride 
and this is hurting me. That's what I thought. Mm. That's what I thought. She did pick her own lipstick. Rather her send herself home mm-hmm. than the competition send her home, That's do you it. think? She, okay. she did have good moments in it, though. I thought, do you remember she was praised a lot for her performance in the hotel challenge? And Rue was like, uh, you you and Blair um, actually had the, the best, was it the hotel one? Yeah, you and Blair had the best hotel presentation, but B wins. It was one of those weird judging moments. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not like she flopped at all. She had some really strong moments, but you could see... And do you remember she got defensive in critiques? Uh, yes. Um, and you could just tell, like, I'm over this now. So I I, I want to see a, a, a mayhem somewhere in between Yeah. Uh, the two, caring just enough, if that makes yeah. sense. Because she's got all the skills she needs to go far in this competition. And this crimson ensemble she's wearing is delicious. I love that she's like, I'm here to prove Rue wrong. And I'm like, no, you sent yourself home. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Rue had nothing to do with yeah, it, darling. Yeah, we had nothing to do with you and All Stars, mama. You sent yourself home. Thank you very much. And um, I think one of my favorite moments you know, that they spring to mind as her lip sync against Ginger Minch, where, in my opinion, she oh. won. Where to have my phone? Where to have my phone? That's where to have my house to get home? That she is. That's, that's who I want to yes. see. Because that lip sync, she ate. They gave Ginger the win. I don't know why, because Mayhem won. Uh-huh. Yeah, period. Agreed. Talk to me about Charitha May, our another UK queen. She was UK season three. Charitha yes, May. Yes, she was season three. And what a fan favourite she was. We have a real spot, soft spot for Charitha. We always thought that she was a really strong queen on her season. Uh, she had a win. She was part of the girl group. Yes. Big drag energy. She was very, very good. I thought she exuded charm at all times. One thing that sticks out in my memory is remember, unfairly, I think they put her towards the bottom, not in the bottom two for the design challenge. And she had this whole storyline about the owl, who was her new friend. That's right. She'd lost her eye and she was on like this mission of vengeance. I think that's just a really good example of like her imagination and charm. Uh, I thought her runways were great. Um, I always really liked her on the runway. Like always this lovely Spanish flair to what she did. Uh, yeah. These lovely flourishes. And she's a funny girl. I, we, uh, you know, roll the tapes. We found her elimination very, very unfair. It was weird. It was weird to me. It was weird to me. It was me. weird to me. It was weird to me. Um, yeah, she was. It was a shocking and quite unceremoniously, she was sent home. Dumped. I don't. And a and a double and a double shot and a double like go away. Uh, Sashay away. It was weird. They'd because had too many non-elimination episodes, and that's how to, a double. It was weird. She was such a strong drag queen, so I'm glad that they brought her back because she was absolutely. She was funny. She was witty. Yep. It was just she natural. Was. She, she was, was great. Very witty. Very quick. A great drag queen. I'm glad they brought her back. I want to see what she's going to bring. Me too. I think she's going to be amazing this Just season. to mention as well, obviously she has judged on... Because Drag Race España is really, really good at bringing in established queens to, to help with judging. And she judged on season two. Fun fact, this is the first ever All-Star style season where none of the queens have been on the same season together before. Scarlet and Mayhem? They've not been on the same season. Weren't they on Drag UK All-Stars together? No, they weren't. No, they weren't. Oh, okay. Work. Okay, I'm not familiar with this queen, so I'm relying on you to educate me and our listeners. It is La Grande Dame France Season 1, but I just want to say, 
Wow. She is stunning. She Well, she is a literal model. She's worked the runway for Kevin Germanier and is quite the muse for Kevin Germanier as well. Her promo look was an actual Kevin Germanier piece. And actually what she's wearing at the moment um, is a Charles de Villemorin, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, or at least vaguely right, piece that she did actually whisper it where on season two of Drag Race oh. France when she popped back oh. for an episode. So she's repeated a look. Oh, my God. Crime. Yeah, we, we love a resourceful queen. <laughs> we do. We, we do. She yeah, spent a spend, lot of money on exactly. this piece. I want to make sure everyone sees it. Oh, and okay. she, she looks beautiful. This lovely sort of, uh, yeah, this lovely artistic piece that she's wearing. What are we to expect from La Grande Dame? Um, she's very, she's charmingly self-assured. And she's got every right to be. Um, in her season, she was never in the bottom two. She was often high. Uh, and she won the snatch game. Okay. Portraying a, a character. So she's that hot and funny. She's got it all. She was so in on season one of Drag Race France, Paloma won and Soa and uh Le Grand Dame were joint runners up. There's nothing between them really. All fabulous. Just a really, really good top three. But yeah, she's 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 gonna be really fierce competition. Yeah? Yeah. Well, if you, she was always high, won the snatch game, it looks mm. like they they showed a little clip, a montage of her fashion. Bloody hell. Well, she's these, a model, these darling. French, these French queens just, they are this, walking inspirations for fashion, beauty, you know, life. It's, it's, it's a very, very lovely country. Another amazing wow queen has walked through, and that's Marina Summers, Philippines season one. That is just pure woman. She is stunning. And I mean, the international representation is really, really fierce this season. Uh, these girls are going to have to watch out. So she was the, uh, there was only one runner up on Philippines uh, season uh, one. Precious Paula won, and Marina was the second. But I think you could argue she actually had the strongest track record. She had a couple of wins, never in the bottom. She won that pageant episode, and she is a fab performer because they the they they actually uh, when they did the video episode they they gave a win and she got the win for that. Awesome. Um, runways were amazing. Uh, she did this amazing lamp look. There was a few a lot of fashion references in there. Some Richard Quinn inspired looks. Just very gorgeous, very polished, fierce performer. Uh, she's she's going to be tough to beat. When I think about Drag Race Philippines, I think if ever there was a cross with the Hunger Games, mm-hmm. it was Drag Race Philippines. I mean, they <laughs> made them. Was that? Did someone? Didn't they have like fire? No, that's Drag Race Thailand. Oh, so that was uh, that was the wow. amazing uh, Candy Zionide. Uh, just set herself alight on stage and that's when we knew a new bar had been set if you're not setting yourself on fire if you're not you're self-immolating you're, you're not, not doing, doing drag. drag i mean from what i've seen she's amazing I, they showed a little clip of her performing girl was hitting every single beat she's every single movement mm-hmm. i can't wait to see her dance she's i cannot wait to see her dance oh jamba's blonde Jamba the uk blonde. season four so we, obviously we've seen the full lineup but there is representation from each season apart from season five obviously isn't there so john was blonde very charming very charming girl rue loved her um i think her her i she she was always like a fashion girl but like what i want to see her bring this season is just a bit bigger with the fashion because she she worked as a stylist she worked in fashion she clearly knew her fashion and looked really lovely but like i what i was once with jumpers was like i want a bit more drag i want it to be a bit more big 
you know what I mean? Ika. Yeah. yeah. But she was always charming, always lovely, so easy to like. I think that's what got her so far. Mm-hmm. She was charming. She was just very charismatic, very easy to laugh at. And I think she'll laugh with you. Yeah. I think the moments that I think about with her as, I mean, she was great as the bird lady in the Rusical. That was one of her high points, Daffo. Yeah, McCooey. Um, is, is she the drag queen that had no lips? No, <laughs> You're thinking of what's the chops off um, US Lady Camden. RuPaul um, was like, sorry, you've got no lips. Can you draw some on, please? I think she also got the same feedback I don't, about not I having don't any remember, lips. I remember, but you may be right. You may be right. She is. I think one thing I like about her, because she is a fashion girl, and it's so nice when you see a fashion girl given to the mess, given to being ugly, you know, ugly inverted commas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the times they don't like to look, you know, unpolished. Mm. But she was very, very good at the acting challenges and, and acting the fool. And I think that's one of the, the things that got her so far. Um, she... She didn't mold herself to what Rue wants, That's it. but then, yeah. but then it's like, well, you're playing She's the game. A smart girl, exactly. She's if, playing if, the game. If Rue chucks you a bone and it lands you in the top in snatch game, that means you've played well. Take it, take it. Um, obviously, her um, her outfit is a little nod to Saint Patrick again because she's got the snake. In the hair, mm-hmm. yeah, and St. Patrick chased all the snakes from Ireland. Okay, tell so. them, tell the children, educate the kids. <laughs> that's that's educate our, the children. RE lesson for the day. Um, but she looks chic, she looks cute. Tom, question is it too soon? Is it too, too soon? Like, we literally just saw there's her. always that question mark with the queen who's had like less than a year since their original season. Yeah, um, remains to be seen, remains to be seen. Okay, the next queen from. Is it Holland? Holland season two. Holland season two. Kate Minaj. I just want to say that I would be scared. Uh huh. If uh-huh. I was one of the girls there, I would be shooketh if I saw Kate Minaj walk through. And they should be. She is a powerhouse she of drag. Is. I don't know how she did not win. It makes no sense to me how she was even in the bottom slash mm. sent home. How many? She had two wins? Three, three wins. wins. She had three wins. She won the first episode and a couple more. And that was her first time anywhere near the bottom. And it was shenanigans. It, it was buffoonery. We really enjoyed Drag Race Holland um, season one and two. And we really liked Fred the host. But there were times when the judging was shocking and Keita's discharge was one of them. And it was kind of all muddled up with the whole Vivaldi favoritism thing. Absolutely. Let's call a spade a spade. Vivaldi was favorite. There was the whole thing with Vivaldi. I mean, she broke rules. She broke the rules. And she was and she still did, there. wasn't sent home. Yes. And then the next episode, she was in the bottom two with Keita and I think Keita outperformed her, as I recall. Uh, yes. you. She is... She is an all-round drag queen, fashion, art, mm-hmm. performer. Kate Minaj really is hands down a powerhouse. I mean, she's definitely top three, if possibly not top two. The, the Maybe looks. the winner. Just going off what she's yeah. brought and what we've seen, she is a powerhouse. The looks are always fantastic. She always tends to have like this this wicked queen vibe, which is just and she's just delicious. But like a powerhouse performer as well. She's a real threat. Our second US contestant, mm-hmm. Scarlet Envy. Now, Scarlet is season 11 USA and also All Stars 6. She is indeed. Am I the drama? <laughs> Am I the drama? You are the drama, usually, actually. Uh, Scarlet's a fab queen. I've always had a soft spot for her. 
um, I liked her from the very beginning of season 11. Uh, they tried to give her this really awkward, like delusional queen edit that never quite stuck because she was actually just really talented. But they just, they never rated her. Uh, I thought she was, you know, they, they got rid of her quite quickly. She had a win in the early acting challenge, joint with Evie. I thought she was fab in that. I, th- I think she's always been great in ball challenges as well. She's a good seamstress. Do you remember the episode where she's wearing the fringe, the white fringe? Yeah. Is that when they all had to lip sync? And that iconic. Do you know my favorite thing unhinged. about her is that the whole time she stood with both of her arms out like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the fringe. <laughs> the whole time during judging, yeah. she held that pose. And I was just, I remember the thinking. Must have been killing her by the I remember thinking, this is a committed drag queen. She was this thinking, bitch is, she's like, yeah, I'm in the bottom, but look. This is going to stop costume. me being sent home. This is going to stop <laughs> me being in the bottom too. That is one of my favorite lip syncs to date. That that whole it was everyone. I was loved so hard it. to follow. I, it was not hard to follow at all time. <laughs> it was amazing. It's the, one of the best lip syncs in history. All I remember is poor Honey Davaport like crawling on the floor. It was awful. I think that she was done dirty in All Stars. I think she was under uh, underappreciated in All mm. Stars. I loved her talent show with the bubbles. So she good. Wasn't, I don't think that they were giving her her dues in All Stars. I think that they didn't bring her on to take her serious. Yeah, but yeah. I think she was there as a serious competitor and she just was. wasn't being valued for yeah, what she's yeah, bringing. Yeah. I hope they don't make the mistake this time because I think that she she's quite hungry for a win. She really is. And she's a close personal friend of yours. Remember you met her once? Oh, yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Hi. Hey, girl. Yep. She, um, she, she gave us a... Uh, me and some of the dancers at London Pride, um, some some very nice words of encouragement yeah. to not be nervous. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. You're like, um, do you know who you're talking to? Yeah, <laughs> nervous. <laughs> I'm excited. No, I'm here to outshine the artists I'm dancing for. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm not a big up dancer. I'm here to steal the show. She's clearly a sweetheart though, isn't she? Lovely. The last queen rounding it up is the truly iconic and mm-hmm. she is an icon yeah, yeah. gothy candle season one well, do you go mean, do the thing three five six seven gothy candle gothy that used to be our sound check used when, to be our sound check yeah. season one of uk was our first series <laughs> podcasting and we and i had to do sound checks and we're like what's it gonna be and gothy candle did this thing um she should she would go gothy candle gothy like, candle of nothing and, and it's just so like... it kind of became our sound <laughs> yeah, check yeah, yeah. It, it kind of became, i was like tom i need your sound give me Gothic Kendo, louder, louder, louder. Okay, cool. Got your volume set straight. Gothic Kendo is the pork chop of UK, UK drag. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I remember her holding herself back a lot. A, because of her teeth. She was she, very she, shy. She mentions it quite quickly here, yeah. didn't she? And it clearly really affected her confidence. And I remember us being quite sad for her at the time because, you know, it, it it's tough unless you've got the resources to, to, I mean, a, the, a, you kind of adjust and kind of, because, you know, teeth aren't the be all and end all, you know, but if they matter that much, you don't have the resources to do something about them. It's hard, like, mm. because it, it's a very visible thing. She clearly has, she's f- feeling a lot more confident about her teeth now. She looks, fa- she looked fantastic then, but she looks fantastic now. So I really, really hope she's imbued with new confidence. Absolutely. I think that's what she needs to bring the season is confidence um and also she's kind of got the edge because everyone 
is already discounting her for being the first to go home. Yeah. So yeah. she has so much potential for the surprise factor, the shock factor, the wow. Mm-hmm. I hope she's come strong. I hope she's coming with something, uh, with everything, really. Yeah. And if I look back on the moments, I remember, do you remember the, um, obviously, there's the, um, rawr. Yeah. What was oh. the comment by Alan? Alan Kurtz. Oh, bless it. So it was it was the your hometown yeah. challenge. Uh, well, you know, her, a, a look that represents your hometown. She comes from Leicester, Red Leicester Cheese, Leicester Tigers. I think are the the rugby or football team. And so she came on and she had a like a quite a simple black dress and and she had this face paint and she went rawr and she was a tiger. Now what did Alan Kai? He said um, she looks like an estate agent who'd gone to Regent Park Zoo on her lunch break and got her face painted for fifty p. Is rar bless it. I also remember during the lip sync, the um, we still do I got the our rules. Mother. I got them one. She she did it. It's not even the lyrics, but she'll do the one, yeah. two, three, four. I and did, I was like, like what spin. are you doing? And it was just it was, we still do those moves. It's, it's it's cute. Okay, look, this is one, one thing to say about Gothy. Sorry, she is a mother and grandmother of quite an empire of drag queens at this point. Sminty Doll is her drag daughter. Oh, she's a dynasty. She's, does she like to meet Shreem Man? She, she is the dynasty. <laughs> wow. Or what is it now? What's the royal equivalent, the UK equivalent of dynasty? It's, it's the dynasty. monarchy. The mo- she has a monarchy, mama. She has a monarchy, she has a monarchy. We have all the queens here now. There is a representative from each season of the UK. Season one. We got Got the Kendall. Season mm-hmm. two, we have Tia Coffee. Season three, Charitha May. And then season four, we have Jamba's Blonde. Yes. This is the biggest cast of all stars that we've ever seen. What, of international all stars? Of international all stars, yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, UK yeah. versus the world. Tom, I'm going to ask you before we move on, name me right now your top three. Who do you think is going to be top three given what we've seen of them? It's so, so tough because I, I see so many really strong contenders here. Yeah. But I'm just going to try my best to kind of name somebody based on gut instinct, I think. Three. Just three. Don't, so don't waffle. I, I just feel like Tia Coffee is going to bring it this time. Sorry, uh, is, the, is the call connected? Is the Wi-Fi, is the Wi-Fi I interrupted? She, with a bit more polish, she could have gone much Sorry. further. <laughs> Hannah Conda. And oh, the, the international girls are just so strong. Kita. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. For me, the top three is absolutely Keita Minaj is up there. Hannah Conda is up there. My third pick, I haven't seen Marina or Lagrande, but they, if I, I think. I could have very easily have put them in there. But you didn't. So, <laughs> but you didn't. So don't try it. And I'm going to say Scarlet. I think Scarlet. Yeah. yeah, Scarlet. I want Scarlet to win because I think that she's been underappreciated. So I want her to get her. Her Jews. So the Maxi Challenge for episode one is it's a talent show. It's a variety it show, which is yes. great because we get to see them perform. We've already seen a look and we're going to see a look in the runway, uh-huh. which is great. That's a fashion element. I'm so happy that we get to see a performance element and they get to decide what that is too. I think it's really good for like the debut episode of any All-Stars type season. Absolutely. It's like, what's your USP? Uh, you know, entertain us. Yeah. 
what do you do successfully, quickly, quickly. Um, which is that. So at least when someone goes home, you don't feel like you're missing out too much because you've seen, yes, you know, a, a quite a range of what they are bringing. They've had an basically. opportunity to showcase themselves as an artist. Yes. Now, um, the first queen up is Theresa May. Uh-huh. She's lip syncing to, a, is it her own song? Maybe? Yeah, Hola, Welcome. Hola, welcome. Very catchy. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, the music was the song was good. Yeah, but I was getting, I was, it was giving me Mayhem Miller in the terms of I couldn't understand a lot of what she I was like. What, what is she saying? I can't understand the enunciation. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, lost. Yeah. It was lost. It was lost. But, but she gave great energy. She yes, was, she did. She was campy, great energy, good staging. Mm-hmm. Um, setting her up as this kind of like devil dancer. Fuego. It was yeah. It was so it was giving me that. What what did you think? I agree with you. Like she she gave really fun energy. Clearly the. The performance was supposed to be more comedic than like super finessed dancing. But, you know, that's why we love Charitha. She's more about like fun, energy, comedy. Uh, I thought the outfits were great. She was giving me Juno Birch when she came out with the headscarf. And oh, the, I see that. I and see the that. kind of pink in the face. And the reveals were fun. I really liked the costumes. Um, she looked great. Great padding. Um just like a really enjoyable, nice, energetic start to the mm. evening. Sometimes I, I have to remind myself that these girls are padded mm. for the gods because you know if I get if I get into it too much, I'm always I'm I always think to myself they're not really hitting the movements as hard or their their movements aren't exaggerated enough. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh well, she's wearing a corset and she she pads really heavily. Yeah, and she, she pads yeah. heavy. So I think that the padding, as beautiful as it is in drag, mm. it does and it will kind of blur the movements. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. without the padding, a, a hip thrust will be bigger. It will look bigger. It would, yeah, yeah. but with it on, it looks smaller. It, it, it kind of smallens your movement. I get what you mean. And it when kind you're of, on, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when you're on stage, especially when you're solo, you need to be big enough. You need mm-hmm. to be the biggest thing there is, especially if you don't have backup dancers who can help accentuate your movement by doing the same things with you. You know, your eyes are tricked into thinking that the person is also, you know, the star, yeah. who will be Charitha, is also moving as much as them because mm-hmm. obviously when there's more people swaying, the sway looks bigger. Yeah. But if it's only one person, that person needs to be big enough to fill the space so that's the only thing i can say that was holding her back is that her movements didn't look big and the enunciation but it was good it's hard to walk out and be the first one so congratulations sharitha but i think it was it was very on brand okay scarlet emmy uh did a live performance she did her own song slash kind of I want to say um, very Tatiana, but not very Tatiana spoken word, but was singing words. Because she did like beat poetry. This is more like a kind of cabaret chanson kind of affair, wasn't it? Mm. Um, I enjoyed this. I always respect a girl who sings live. It gives me like this extra little bit, extra little bit of credit in my eyes um, because it's a risk. It's a Mm -hmm. risk. Were her vocals the strongest I've ever heard? No, but she sounded nice. Um, I thought the lyrics were funny. That's what what I thought was the highlight of this. I thought there were lots of little quippy, kind of drag humor, um, funny bits in there. Uh, and overall, I enjoyed this performance. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, um, hmm. <laughs> you seem less sure. Well, I, you know, if you're not a singer, don't sing. Oh, okay. Um, oh, well. And, well, <laughs> well, you told me. It, it was, it was, I mean, it was. 
It was awkward. I found it awkward because I could see her singing, but I was like, do you know you're not that good? Is that part of the humor? And I say that okay. with, I, I, that's it. I'm like, if you're singing and you and you're like, you deliberately know you're not a good singer. Sometimes you give cues to the people listening so that they are like, aha, it's supposed to not be a polished cabaret performance song, but she was indulging in the vocals in the in the moment and the singing. As though she was good. And that that kind of made... I was like, I don't understand what's going on. The lyrics were great. Um, I mean, I love the one about... Generic line about snatching the crown. Because we, we, say, abs- that we say that all the time. And she was She's giving clearly advice. <laughs> but yeah. But I... I um, You know, it's good on you for singing live. But just because you sang live doesn't mean that it was good. Or that I- you did great. I, I felt like this... Uh, for me, this wasn't a strong introduction you know, you're here, you're representing the USA, and yeah. I I, I mean, the bubbles, her bubbles and her and the All-Stars, that was amazing. So it's worth mentioning, isn't it, that to my mind, I think there are three girls who have done a talent show performance before. So there is some pressure to do something different. Scott did the bubbles. Mayhem was queen of the party. <laughs> so that was actually, I'm great. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it was, uh, and Keita did that mine. amazing magic show yeah. like what is this but I don't quite know but I love it thing so there's pressure on those three girls in particular she was trying something different I derived enjoyment from it Good. I do get your critiques obviously you are somebody with a background in singing I just have ears you know what do I know but you know what this doesn't really kind of sum up her drag she is an amazing drag queen and i need her to stay i just don't think she, that the selling show really w- kind of gave the same power that she she is as a drag queen I, I get why she went for this though because i do think part of her brand is to be like this slightly old school glamour kind of smoke smoky kind of um starlet um, kind of vibe and this fitted in with that um, okay. but yeah I get where you're coming from I enjoyed her okay. <laughs> we just saw the grand um, I don't know what we just watched I thought it was very French it was really French is it what it is I think it was just very French um, you don't understand it because it was French how would you describe what the grand dame served to us today bonkers it was bonkers yes it was very enjoyable though it was bonkers and she she played against type you see a supermodel mm-hmm. like that you're like oh she's gonna give ferocity mama oh she's going to give a life uh-huh. and then she comes up laughing cackling you know wearing a rue sign pointing at rue and laughing and then <laughs> kind of grunting slash moonwalking slash hopping towards a, a, a a pit crew member with a saxophone and then walking the runway fiercely and then finishing with a, okay, yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did that. I was great. I don't know what to take from it, except that it was zany, was bonkers. And I think I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. Um, it was certainly very avant-garde. It was very 
I guess what was she trying to tell us? What was the message here? Was there a message? <laughs> yeah, let's let's really look into this because like try and the, ca- the, the curtain's not blue just because it's blue. The uh-huh, curtain uh-huh. is blue because it represents um, life. It represents <laughs> you know the cool tones of her character. Do you know? Are we going to do that? Is this, is this I, what we're doing? I think it was something about how fashion is kind of like inherently silly when you think about it. Something like that. I don't know. I, there may not have been a message. It might have just been a goofy performance. I think that's it. I think it and was just stupid. I think you're for right. For the sake of being stupid. F- and yeah, yeah, yeah. There's brilliance and stupidity. It, I think it definitely was something about portraying the multifaceted aspect of her as a performer. She may be a fierce model, but she could be silly as well. I love it if they ask her what that was about. And she was like, it was a tribute to my dead mom. Um, it was a heartfelt, a sorrowful moment about, um, you know, a, a message about depression. And um, it was really an analysis of um, the concept of entropy yeah, yeah. Um, and the heat death of the universe. <laughs> Uh, I would love that. I would love if I she said that. Upon, that. I would love if she said there was actually a very serious moment. <laughs> it's a very serious performance about how France and how we treated. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, if she just went into that, it's I'd about love how we regarded on the world stage, and um, it wasn't supposed to make you laugh. Actually, yeah, this was a serious message. <laughs> Talk to me about Gothic Kendall's um, rap performance in Pyromania. I did not have. Gothy Kendall fire eating on my 2024 bingo card. I'm very happy that this is what I've seen. Like, okay, I'm going to give you my honest opinion from when she walked out. I thought like, okay, so she's lip syncing to her own song. I'm, I love her, but I didn't see like this enormous amount of confidence in her performance and her movement. But then she broke out the fire and I was like, this is quite exciting. Something's going on here. And that was really, really cool. I don't, I mean, I've not seen every single international season at this point, but I don't think I've seen anything quite like this before. We literally talked about it early in Thailand. Oh, no, but that was different. She had like firecrackers on her skirt. It was a bit different. <laughs> We've seen fire, but in a different form. We're not seeing okay. fire eating. She was hmm. fire eating. She did that amazing no. thing at the end. We've seen... She's basically Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. Was seen Crystal with a what do you call that? The angle grinder. Angle grinder. No, I don't, I don't remember. I don't mm-hmm. recall. I thought this was cool. It was something different. It was very ambitious. Gothy, you should have started and ended with the fire, because uh-huh. in uh-huh. my opinion, that's when the magic happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With you, uh, starting with a performance, you know, it it kind of was it was unnecessary because what it, what that did what the performance did it created doubt in my mind of mm. you as a performer it did the way that you walked forward lacked confidence lacked just lacked attitude lacked it just lacked mm. and that but then as soon as a fire came out it was something new it was interesting i was like oh gothy wow with that yeah. awesome and then that kind of, you know, flamethrower, you know, <laughs> was it was, was giving me Katniss Everdeen with the oh, dress, yeah, the yeah, girl yeah. on fire was giving yeah. me that. Mm-hmm. And I think that should have been the whole thing, because then at least it would have kept us, you know, quite confident in you and in, in your in your art and, yeah. and sorry, in your new performance. I enjoyed it. She pleasantly surprised me today. The look as well, very like a Mugler, like a modern Mugler sort of catsuit. Um, very cute. Um, thank you, Gothy. Okay, we just saw Marina Summers. Marina Summers, Philippines. And 
like we're talking about walking forward that's how you walk that's how you mm. own the stage she had attitude she had flavor she, she had fierce. movement she had skill she had the confidence she walked in she owned it she said there's no one else around it is just me she hit every single beat her movements were clean mm-hmm. lines were clean Every single thing about that performance and the, the movement was a winner for me. She she ate. She She's, bloody ate. We've got a few more performances to see, but I mean, she's potentially shut down the competition here. This is going to be hard to top. Um, so there was, I mean, I'm no expert when it comes to dance and movement, but she was incredibly impressive and precise in her movements. And would you call that poi? Well, yeah, in, in, in New Zealand, in the Māori, we call that poi, but I don't know there what they call it. There may be a kind of Filipino version of it, perhaps, that has another name. I don't know. We'd have to look it up. But great, the control and the she, beauty of she that. She came here slinging and stringing <laughs> that, that string around. It was beautiful. She created art. She danced through that as well. She just captivated you. She was a majestic performer. Fantastic. This is a winner. Great this job, is a winner. Marina. Talk to me about Geta Minaj and her performance. I think it's a really effective reintroduction to her because she does have like this dynamic performer side to her and like this weird witchy kind of like dark queen side as well. And I thought she blended those into one performance. The beginning was a bit like through the looking glass kind of. It was very Alison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderland. Dare I say slightly confusing, but like I think that was part of the fun. Uh, and then she she did her strip tease and broke out the tricks again. Things that I've never seen on Drag Race before. That kind of the pummel horse, yeah, yeah. using a mushroom as a pummel horse, mm. fantastic. Uh, the flips, the the kicks, it just really really fun, really entertaining. Yeah, I could. I I think I enjoyed the overall performance. I think some parts of it I got a bit like what's happening or all when she was doing the reveal as she was doing the reveal i Mm -hmm. felt like i could see her thinking of take it off quickly i gotta do a move soon i could see that and then there was the um the kind of the the one leg kick that she does Mm -hmm. that you know uh, when i see people do what i think of kennedy davenport and Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know if uh, there was something about that execution that, that seemed a bit off to me but then she won me back over with that spin on the pummel horse the backflip that kind of Maybe it was supposed to fall down. I've seen Keita do better. I've seen oh, Keita perform yeah, okay. better. This was good, but I've seen Keita do better. Okay, Keita absolutely. Better. May Mayhem Miller. I mean, can we just go back to our discussion that we had before about Mayhem Miller mm-hmm. in season ten? She cared too much. All stars. I see. She didn't care enough. She sent herself home. And I think one of the biggest things that came out of um, basically the drag race world when Mayhem was announced was why is she coming back? Because she sent herself home. Basically, that was a big topic. When after seeing this performance, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Um, yeah. W- w- why did you come back? I mean, well, that, that showed up. It's tough, isn't it? It is tough because that was that was hard to watch. Let's let's just be frank. That was hard to watch because we uh, we've already said this episode. She's a, a queen of amazing stature and legacy in her hometown of LA, amply talented. But this okay, we could put it down to nerves. 
we could question lack of preparation, but breaking character and then not knowing your words and what was essentially a, a, a comedy guided meditation skit uh was 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 a hard watch it was a hard watch uh, and it's really unfortunate just to link into something that she said in the workroom she did say that she'd had a struggle with long covid not saying that that's the be all and end all explanation of this can affect people's memory and concentration just question mark i think whether i'd give her a bit of grace there I'm going to give a grace anyway because I think I really want to see her give a hundred percent again. It feels very we were rooting for you. Yeah, we're rooting for we're you. Rooting we're all for you. rooting for you. But also because it was a meditation, she could have just spent the whole time going. Mm, Absolutely, mm, she could have slipped like into just changing, just Tina changing Turner, the your exactly. She she could have just like done anything. It was. I mean, it's, I don't, it's not, yeah, it's not the Snatcher game. You, you people were asking you questions. You could have just sat there and owned for mm. the whole minute. I, I may be asking the wrong person here, but have you ever had a moment on stage where you've just had drawn a complete blank and not been able to do anything? No. Okay, let's move on. Um, let's scroll on shall we there was a moment that i was scared i was we were doing a performance in vegas and it was for the it was a competition mm. and i was that i was on stage waiting for the music to start and then i remember thinking oh my god i don't know what the move is and then the music started and then my body moved my muscle memory kicked in, yeah. Because you know when you rehearse and you rehearse That's and you preparation rehearse, that kicked yeah, in for exactly, you. yeah. When, like I've I I rehearsed this over and over and over, and that's why you do it because sometimes when you don't know what you're doing because you've done it so many times, your body takes over. You pick it up, so it does. And I remember, I remember panicking there, in that in the short in the short seconds before that performance before the music started. I was going, oh my God, what's the first move? What's the first move? I'm, I'm not a blank. And then the move started and then I just started moving. And I was yeah. like, oh, and then I just got, got into it. So Clearly that didn't happen for Mayhem. And this just kind of leaves me with a sad feeling. So should we move on? Henaconda did a cabaret performance. Uh-huh. Now, before we get into it, I don't know if we talked about it before, but one of the feedbacks that Hannah got during her season was yes. that she was too perfect and she wasn't letting us in. Yeah, that's certainly the narrative that this, it's a classic drag race na- narrative. Oh, you're too perfect. We don't know who you are. Show us some vulnerability. I've heard Hannah say in interviews since then that she felt that was unfair. They She opened up quite a lot on set and just they didn't air those bits it suited their narrative to do that so i i get why you're linking this to that because it's a song all about kind of like the beauty of imperfection isn't it mm-hmm. yeah um what what were your thoughts my thoughts were this i remember remember what i was telling you about scarlet mm-hmm. and i was like scarlet i wish you would tell us that you weren't trying to be seriously a serious singer mm-hmm. but you didn't give us cues yeah um Although Hanaconda was a good singer, there were moments where she was a little off. I, but I, <laughs> but in my mind, it was on purpose because she told me it was. Um, she said it. Yes. She performed it funny. Like she gave you visual cues in her face and her body to say, "This note's not supposed to be yeah, right," yeah. and they added to the comment. That's what I wanted. But I, the thing about Scarlett was singing it so seriously, but she was off. She was. She wasn't good. So I was like. 
Oh, Hannah's like, just more like, oh, I can't play the piano. Oh, I've revealed on the wrong dress. Exactly. This is all very silly and fun. I'm and I'm going to hit perfect. this high note here. Oh, it's, yeah. it's not perfect. That's 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 the difference. Is that it was? But even though she was a good singer, and she had little moments. It was kind of forgivable because of that. Great song. More of a great nudge, comedy. Nudge, wink, wink, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jombers was giving us its fashion. She's giving me a little bit of Lexus. <laughs> la 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 la. A little bit of jumpers. <laughs> what were your thoughts? I loved the uh, the moment when she went up and walked on that pedestal, and the fan was going, that and was her good. hair that was, was moving, and the dress was flowing. She had the right. dress and the wig for it, didn't she? That was it. And I think that she was continuing off. Uh, you know the brand that we got from season four which is fashion but funny that's it she seems to have embraced that feedback and she was talking about it earlier wasn't she and it's very kind of like yeah i worked in fashion i was a stylist and stuff but that didn't necessarily translate to some of my runways and this is fun and self-deprecating it was mm-hmm. another nudge nudge wink wink performance mm-hmm. and yeah it was a it was a lip sync performance uh to her own song but it was fun, and I enjoyed the overall package. She looks good. She looks good. <laughs> All right, Gia. You look good. No, there's been um, there's a room for everyone. Let's say that there's been, <laughs> there's been a dragification of her makeup. Definitely, um, the the dress is lovely. Not everybody can get away with that kind of uh, what you call that chartreuse or more of a mustard. Depends on the lighting, I think. Um, I, I, I always said Jombas, she does have a good eye, definitely. I and this felt like uh it did feel like an evolution in her in her fashion. Great. Uh, a bit All more right. draggy. There's there's one thing that I have to say about and I've said this several times, is that sometimes people put on silly or they force faces mm-hmm. to look silly. Because, you know, RuPaul loves that. Paula's doing and, faces right and now, they do the that for the acting challenges, but they go OTT and they do the faces and it's just faces for faces. And sometimes I question the authenticity of the person and the character who was pulling those faces because sometimes it can just look forced just to... Okay. And a desperate attempt to get a laugh. Several times, yeah. And I just hope that Jombas doesn't start to do that because she knows that we want funny fashion girl. There's a line to be drawn, isn't it? We said earlier she's a smart girl who adapts to what Rue wants, but also hold on to yourself, Jombas, because you're charming and lovely as you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, Arancha, (laughs) I've learned how to say the name. We because what this reminded me of was her verse in uh, the girl group challenge and her whole verse was her going Arancha Castilla La Mancha that was, oh. like, that was her whole verse it's, know, it's so, like a continuation of that it was you know, do you remember that episode where Coco Montrese teaches oh, um, yeah. everyone in an untucked? Why you squipping like a chipping like a bird for? How to how to have it, the 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 right <laughs> orgasm? Basically, we were watching Arancha mm-hmm. giving an orgasm slash teaching us how to say her name. Do you know what what I find so funny what? is that she thought, okay, I'm going to all stars. Oh, my talent show! What's my talent show going to be? Oh my god, I'm going to have an orgasm on stage and teach people <laughs> to say my name. I mean, th- that thought. This is her thought process. You know, I'm just like, what? 
this is an artist's process. We can't always connect with that, but it's still, it's the artistic process. And yeah. she delivered something unique. Yeah. She delivered something unique today. How do you even assist that? You just, I, you know what? You got, no. girl, you, you we, know what? She's got nerve. Do you know what we do? We do. And that was unique. <laughs> and that was a talent show. We do not assess this. Okay. We don't rate it. It's out we there. accept. It, yeah, we just accepted. Yeah. This was what it was, and thank you. She's very charming. Thank you. We <laughs> we hope that you are, you know, happy. Yeah, satisfied. Uh, living your best life, darling. Closing of the show, we've got a tea and coffee. Yeah, it sounds like an original song. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And I think we're singing live. I think so. She had I a mic. So. She had a mic. I do think this was live. Let's I assume. Do. Let's assume it was they live. They might have chucked a little bit of reverb or echo or something mm, on there. Yeah, there definitely was a bit of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, what did you think? I thought that it w- I um hmm. Oh, he's thinking, everybody. I don't think it was like bombastic that's all i can Mr. think bombastic i i i almost felt like was she holding back a little hmm. i don't think that she was really giving full voice i don't think okay. that she was giving a hundred percent confidence i i actually kind of liked the song the song was good the, the song, song was i just it was I, definitely I, catchy it sounded well produced I, I I felt like of power for from zero to a hundred. Yeah. I think she was giving maybe sixty five percent power. Sixty five is really specific. I, I felt like she wasn't really like. Ugh. Does that make sense? It does make sense. It does make sense. I mean, you know, let's factor all these things. Like she's probably putting a lot of pressure on herself. It's her reintroduction to the drag race viewing audience. Uh, she she's also known as a singer. You know, she she it's actually what well, she was. I don't think they're together anymore. Part of the girl group with Pixie Polite. Um, so probably a lot of pressure on her. I do wonder, yeah, if she did hold back a little. But I think overall, as a package and a performance, uh, I enjoyed her vocals. Uh, I thought the, the song itself was really, really good. But I agree, she could have pushed a little further. Mm. But to look at the positives, she looked beautiful. I Love liked. The look. The, I, she looked beautiful. Starting, she absolutely had a glow up. She, you know, she. It was a good performance. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it was. It just wasn't. The, the power wasn't on. That, that's that's all I can thing to say i think that's valid Mm. yeah but that's everybody yeah yeah having seen everything tom who are your tops i think the clearest who are your favorite tops the clearest top is marina absolutely without Uh, a doubt i think there's a few other queens who can vie for that top spot um i thought hannah did something very good i thought uh la grande dame presented something kooky and strange but entertaining uh they're probably my top choices but there are other girls like i thought kita showed a lot of skill um who, who could vie for it what about you marina definitely in the top if i had to choose another person it would be hanaconda that yeah. would be my top two it, i mean you know it's clear that poor mayhem is in the bottom today okay yeah uh so there's just no two ways about that who do you think could be down there with her it's quite difficult um mayhem miller yes i'm looking at like in terms of it's hard because this is a talent show so it would have been like i want to say maybe scarlet but then i'm thinking well she sung live Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then i'm like 
what about the girls who had just lip synced? That's not the you know that's obviously easier to do. But then like how do I depend? How do you what go about what's with fair? It usually doesn't hurt. Yeah, like, like I think about Gothy. The first part of her performance was you know it was it was quite it wasn't strong. And then the second part, the fire kind of saved her. I would say in a so, way. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was yeah. something unique and it was talent. That what The fire bit prevents me from putting... I, it was it was unique and it took a lot of skill. It prevents me putting her anywhere near the bottom. I, I want to look at Arantxa because it, 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 it's, it's hard to... Of course, the worship was there. It's hard to judge Arantxa because, you know, you really can't. But then you have to think about, you know, in terms of talent, is it... Is, you know, if you're giving me an orgasm, that's a talent. But is that really? Is that is that a talent? Do, does that make sense? It's, it's like you can't send, you can't put someone else in the bottom who went there and tried. He sung for like Tech Coffee, who did a whole singing and dance performance. Yeah, absolutely. And then you can't say that you know someone just sitting down and having an orgasm is should be safe over someone who you know. It's just, the levels of the talents need to be looked at here. Yeah, may have a clear bottom. If I had to put someone. Up against her, the people that vie for that would be Arancha, mm-hmm. Scarlet, and maybe, maybe that's maybe, it. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. We'll look at the fashion and see what we see. All right, let's go through the fashion. Yes. Um, what's the category? The category is for queen and country. Oh. So the queens are representing their homelands pretty much. But nice, nice, bit. nice. So um, Scarlet comes out first in this rather lovely red tool ensemble with the rather comedic Mount Rushmore headpiece, which is a reference to the movie Drop Dead Gorgeous with Denise Richards. I don't know, I've not really seen that, but I can kind of picture it. Uh, but yeah, I think this is really cute. Look, it's fun and campy. Okay. Um, Keita had a fantastic look. Uh, she came out as a sort of Dutch milkmaid with, and with Keita we always see this like slightly dark, slightly kinky twist. She likes elements of PVC and and that sort of thing and bondage, um, and that that gave me a real Dior two thousand and nine uh, vibe. And then she revealed into a more traditional uh, Indonesian. Uh, ensemble uh, referencing a kind of indonesian witch so i loved how she showed the duality of a heritage uh, queen of reveals she likes to reveal doesn't she she does she mm. does yeah um it gets really bored wearing one outfit actually uh john burrs comes out in what i see is quite an 80s silhouette with this crop jacket the fascinator and the puffball skirt it's very sort of um yeah just just very 80s very le pouf in the skirt mm. um you know very uh le croix le pouf I think this is pretty. This is pretty. Um, it is stylish. But I, I love an 80s. I love a nod to the 80s. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next up, we have uh, Arancha. This is a real glow up for Arancha. This is the most gorgeous I've ever seen her look on the runway. It's a very, very elevated look. Very couture, very asymmetric and referencing a kind of flamenco doll. Um, from Spain that she mentioned but everything from the hat to the the dress and this gorgeous floral pattern I think she looks really really beautiful this is absolutely lovely. is that uh, Tia Coffee Tia Coffee has had a, a similarly hard come through uh, Tia girls you are serving because Tia is wearing this beautiful Nigerian print which has a UK twist to it again showing duality to her heritage I love it so the elements of the Union Jack are mixed in with uh, the, a lovely Nigerian print there this lovely braided updo the voluminous skirt again i can categorically say this is the most gorgeous i've seen to your coffee look on the runway agreed agreed 
Uh, Marina Summers uh, references uh, her Filipina heritage um, coming out again in a traditional costume. I think this is beautiful. Um, the 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 details, the the print, uh, everything is gorgeous. Um, I love the detail of the 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 kind of. Uh, basket on her back and it said it was um, leaves and rice in there and so it was just really really beautiful um, really gorgeous um, Treat the May uh, comes I guess like another queen who could reference different aspects of her heritage but she's come specifically celebrating the UK part of her identity um, and she's come as the embodiment of, of the UK Britannia and I think this is lovely uh, the, the details are good the accessories are good uh, do you remember, like I've said recently, I think with Megami on... Um, Megami. Megami on Drag Race US, sometimes her props are a bit small. Um, Teresa does not have that problem. Say it's drag. The shield is big. The spear is big. The helmet is big. There's a train of feathers. There's a big cape. I think she looks great. Uh, Mayhem looks really chic, I think, and, and very, very gorgeous and sexy. The, she's come as the Statue of Liberty, but the there's something about the quality of the fabric, this kind of rippling silk that's almost plasticky and reflective that reminds me of Kim Kardashian in that uh, Mugler dress. Not the dripping one. It was like a very like plasticky. It was from like the the late nineties, early noughties. I forget the exact year that it, that it came from. It was an archival piece. But she she reminds me of that. Um, it's giving me miscongeniality. One okay. in a million. And they do that little thing at the end. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay, that, that okay. dance. One in a yeah, million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, uh, yeah. It's, it's really reminiscent. Who's that queen next to her? That's Gothy Kendall. Oh. So Gothy Kendall is serving Queen's Guard with the traditional bearskin hat. And I really like the kind of androgyny she's giving it. I would describe the silhouette as quite Elizabethan with the puff shoulders, the puff hips. Um, the narrow waist and the cape uh, but she looks really gorgeous again I feel like I, I mean I've seen a lot of, of gothy on Instagram and I know that she's elevated her look since since season one of UK but this feels polished it feels like a complete look it feels well realized Legrand. Uh, this is a real favorite because <laughs> we know this girl is a gorgeous model but she seems really keen to show off her kooky side mm-hmm. um, this episode so the way she performed this was fab as well. So she's just riffing off uh, French stereotypes, really, isn't she? So she's coming out with the frog and the frog's legs and the Eiffel Tower. Um, I don't know who made this, but it gives me a really Eda Birthing vibe. Uh, but a really, really fun. Uh, but fashion as well. Um, maybe maybe slightly more elevated than Ginger Minch's Glamour Toad. Just a bit. <laughs> that is a hill I will die on. Just a bit. She said fashion uh, that day. No, she did not. Don't try it. Uh, last but not least, we have Hannah Condor, who is giving us a fantastic reference to Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, particularly the end performance with the frilled lizards. And she even complete with blue tongue. I heard, well, I watched a documentary once about Priscilla where uh, Terence Stamp, who is Bernie in that, had put up with everything in terms of the costumes being uncomfortable and stuff and had been a really good sport about everything. But for some reason, he drew the line at painting his tongue blue and like stormed off set for a while and then came back and says, I'm not being a good sport, just paint my tongue blue <laughs> he, he could have just in the kablowy remember those little lollies yeah 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 and it just turns your tongue blue or yeah. green that's it who's uh, got your favorite sorry, just to mention as well she did incorporate a first nations people print as well oh, which is fantastic because yeah i think that's um respect definitely absolutely definitely. yeah 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 who is your favorite look 
top three looks. There's a lot of really good looks here, but just for many reasons, I'm going to go for La Grand Dame, I think. Okay. I'm loving Tia Coffee's look. Can I give a top three? Because I love Tia's as well. I did ask for three. Okay. Um, La Grand Dame, Tia, Arancha. Okay. I'll agree with that. This doesn't change what I think to the tops and bottoms. So let's see. And let's see if there's any shenanigans happening with, you know, how they choose who's going home. Ooh. Top two, Marina Summers, La Grand Dame. Very, very good. La Grand Dame. Very good. F- feels like good choices. Yeah. Yeah. There are, there are our choices. You uh, chose La Grand Dame. Yes. Hanaconda was safe. Hmm. Shocked. Yeah, she wasn't even Shocked. up for judging. But mm. we'll see what... It, Hannah's got so many talents. We'll see what the rest of the season brings for her. The bottom two are Gothy Kendall and uh, Mayhem Miller, which, you know what, we won't argue with. Who would? Who do you think should stay and why? I've, I've got quite a clear idea in my mind, to be honest. And I think Gothy really... She may struggle with her confidence still, but she pushed herself and tried something new and quite audacious. And we've not seen much of Gothy. Mayhem, this is a third roll of the dice, and she is a legend. She's a true legend in, in the world of drag. However, I, f- I find it hard to move past the breaking of character and forgetting her lines. It wasn't just a small mistake. It was, her, her set never finished properly. So to my mind, um, I would keep Gothy. Based on the Mexi, it's very easy. Mm-hmm. You save Gothy. That's it's it's on period. I do want to say that I do understand that there's something about Gothy that just hasn't. It's not. There's. I don't feel that there's been such a, a growth or a confidence. Yeah. What? But she deserves mm. to stay because she didn't do the worst. I agree. I agree. Based on the performance. Based today. on that. But I do hope that we see some fire. I, let's hope this lights a fire under a little bottom. Now we did see obviously a bit of pseudo untucked and mayhem is throwing around alliance deals all over the place girls. <laughs> mayhem girl. you work girl you work she is your back's against the wall you do what you need to do darling absolutely now the lipstick between marina and lagrande i was to am i dreaming am i dreaming am i dreaming and for me it was marina one marina was you know she was giving rhythm nation she was giving like oh, she was so dancing good. for her life mm-hmm. And then there was a more effortless slash more like cozy modelist yeah. performance from. I wish that somehow one of them found the balance of both. I felt mm. like sometimes Marina was a bit too dancey. Okay, and then, okay. Um, you know, a bit too dancey. And like to to hold some shapes yeah, at times. Yeah, or just just to hold her space and not mm-hmm. be you know to do too much i think this is her though i remember this from philippines she's a firecracker on stage and she's just like you know yeah oh she's a a pocket rocket yeah absolutely but i i would give the win to marina i would too congratulations our first winner marina summers claps 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 congratulations marina who has chosen mayhem to go home she did and you said in the deliberation you felt like marina was a girl who's probably going to assess based on the performance and i can't argue with the decision it's what we said as well very very sad and must be quite wounding for mayhem to go home first in this competition Mm. given her reputation however we can't argue with it we'll miss her yeah um but can't argue with the outcome absolutely and i'm happy that gothy's staying because we have a ball next week maybe she'll stay another week could be her chance to shine i mean this is this is a comeback comeback story come on we're rooting for you now uh we did go a little bit overboard today but only because we're excited 
excited and it's the first episode, but it, you know, it usually is around an hour. Lots so everyone, make sure that you join us uh, now for UK versus the world. We're also covering season 16, which will drop in a couple of days. It'll be a little later than usual. This yeah. Week. We give it time for, to, breathe, time to breathe, as you say. Time to breathe. Time to breathe. So uh, join us here. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.